0: Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host Jared Taylor. Joining me today is the president and co-founder of Sesame, Michael Bada. Michael, how are you today?
1: I am doing great. Thanks for having me, Jared. I appreciate it.
0: I'm excited to have you. You're you're my first episode. Where I didn't sleep the night before. So this is about to get really interesting. Um, But yet I'm energized.
1: There's probably a good story behind that. So I'll be curious.
0: I wish there was. Um, Just couldn't, just could not sleep. And uh, long story short, had about three, four cups of coffee before 8 a.m. and just kept, kept on, kept on going. And now, now we get to do this. So I'm excited.
1: And I can look at the clock. It is a lot later than 8 a.m. right now. So. Good luck. Let's <laughs> the, roll. The
0: crash is coming, but but not not during this. So let's uh let's dive right into it. Please uh tell us a little bit about your background.
1: Sure. So me personally, I, I'm a health economist by background. I did a PhD in the program in health policy at Harvard Medical School and did health econ. And I'm somebody who's always been really interested in the incentives that make healthcare in America sort of so fundamentally screwed up. And I think we everyone in this space recognizes there are a lot of things that are screwed up about healthcare in America. Uh, but incentives are sort of the, the study of how what makes the world go round. And incentives matter a lot in healthcare, just like they do in everything else. So we really built Sesame to try to get after some of those incentives and do something that would matter in the part of the healthcare economy where we could really make a difference and do something disruptive. Um, so post PhD, I spent most of my career at McKinsey. I was in the healthcare practice at McKinsey. Uh, and then we started Sesame in 2018, the idea being to build a sort of full scope health services marketplace with affordable pricing that was prepaid pricing through a wide, wide range of clinicians. So physicians who are in primary care, specialist physicians, mid-level practitioners, labs, imaging centers, even ambulatory surgical centers, basically any kind of care that you could theoretically shop for anything other than you know having to go to the emergency room for something that is you know urgent or emergent uh we wanted to build a platform where you could do that and do it affordably and that's been the that's been the structure that's what we've got and it's something we're really proud of here
0: and, and you've been able to uh build such a such a great brand um i, I remember you know you and i've We've had a couple conversations now, and I remember uh, I was complimenting you on the brand. Um, I, I love what you've been able to put together. I love the colors. Um, I love the name, and um, you know, thank you for for giving your background. And then I, I want to dive more though into Sesame now. So you gave us kind of a high Perfect. level. Talk us through, uh, if you if you don't mind, how it works for the patient, um, and then how you know, uh, basically what what you put together here.
1: Perfect, so what we've tried to do is create sort of a real competitive shoppable experience. So if you think about, when people talk about price transparency in healthcare, there are, there's a lot of buzz around that term. Like, hey, just listing prices, like that's really useful. I'd say that's not actually that useful. Like just having pricing information, it doesn't mean very much if the prices aren't good and if the prices aren't changing because there's a competitive sort of dynamic market. So at Sesame, we now list several thousand different individual clinicians who are setting actual pricing that can be dynamic and that can be updated by day of the week, time of day, uh, time of year for what the variety of care that they can offer. So primary care visits, labs, imaging, specialist consults, you name it. When patients come to Sesame, they're selecting a clinician that's relevant for them on the basis of education, consumer reviews and increasingly also on the basis of quality data that we're making available. And they are choosing a time for an appointment. They're choosing if they're going to do that in person or as a virtual visit on the platform. And then they're paying. So they're checking out on Sesame to basically lock in a price for a specific time. And they can pay, you know, the same way you pay for most things. Like imagine Expedia, you can pay with your credit card or your debit card, but there are also all the things that are healthcare specific. So you can pay with an HSA or an FSA And increasingly, if we have a relationship with your employer, let's say, you might be able to apply that towards your deductible as part of your health insurance. Or in some cases, you've got an employer who pays directly for your care on Sesame, and you're not paying anything at all. But let's take sort of the standard example. You're somebody who cares how much your health care costs, and you're spending your own money on care. Well, you come to Sesame. You pick a doctor that's in your state. You decide if you're going to see him in person or as a virtual visit. You pay, and then you have that visit, typically same day.
0: Thank you for that uh, overview. Really, yeah, really interesting what you put together. And I know you've already had a, a ton of success with the business so far. And recently, you raised a, a, another round of funding. Can you talk about who participated in this this last round, and then what that means for the company moving forward?
1: Sure, it's something we're really excited about. So I think everybody who's in the space knows this has been a pretty, you know. A, a pretty different market than what it looked like this time last year when it comes to fundraising. So we were out for our Series B and found what we think of as a fantastic partner. So GV, the former Google Ventures, is our lead investor for the B. Uh, Kathy Friedman, who's an executive venture partner at GV, joined our board. uh, And we added a bunch of other fantastic investors on top of that. So the GV relationship has been incredible. And we are really excited to be working with them for this next chapter of the company as we keep growing. Uh, we also added the Virgin Group, uh, Telesoft Partners, FMZ Ventures, or New Investors, and they joined existing investors who also participated in this round, like General Catalyst, uh, Industry, Coefficient, Giant, and AVG, Alumni Ventures. Uh, really excited about the board we've put together, the investor roster we've got. Uh, it's been a tremendously help gr- helpful group for us as we've continued to scale and continue to grow.
0: Congratulations. and and all those great names that are involved with the company. Um, I'm sure it's, it's awesome having someone from Google ventures on your board and to be able to, uh, you know, work closely with them to create a successful venture.
1: Uh, it really is. I think um, the folks there have a history of successful consumer investments, successful healthcare investments, things that bridge the gap of both. And so they sort of got a wealth of knowledge. I know they had a, They've had a lot of success with One Medical, and One Medical's been in the news a lot recently. That's a big GV investment. So lots of really, really valuable knowledge for us to build from and keep building the Sesame brand.
0: And when when you and I were talking more about the company and kind of what you're putting together and what you've been building, right, um, the the topic of memberships kept coming up. And I would love if you could give our audience a little bit of a breakdown around, you know, how do memberships work in healthcare? And then maybe tell us how Sesame is utilizing memberships today.
1: Sure, because I, I think that they mean different things to different people. I, If I think about sort of generation one of direct consumer healthcare, so much of it on the internet has been about building a specific vertical. So I've got a product that is oriented around treating a specific condition. And many of those are essentially giving away the medical care for free almost and monetizing the treatment. So they're monetizing, let's say prescriptions. And what you buy is sort of a package that includes a medical visit, but you know, the medical visit's not really the focus. The focus is I wanna get this prescription delivered to my house. That that by and large is what a lot of models look like. And when I think about what we are doing at Sesame, I think there's something fundamentally different, which is we are trying to give you a relationship with a clinician. So you're picking a clinician. You're paying really for care with that clinician. You're paying for like a live video visit where you're going to talk to that person and see them face-to-face or a live in-office visit where you're showing up at the office and actually getting your care face-to-face from that clinician. And as opposed to monetizing around treatment, we're really monetizing around the transaction with the clinician. So having a great experience that makes you want to keep coming back And that makes you say like, this is how I'm gonna get my care. Like this is gonna be my medical home. I'm gonna have a recurring relationship with this particular doctor, with this particular facility. Um, And the way that I'm gonna stay proactive about my health is by building that relationship. It's more about managing, you know, a broader range of healthcare needs and less about monetizing within a specific vertical of healthcare, you know, whether that's ED or hair loss or something along those lines. Uh, and it's something we're excited to keep building, because I think that there's real promise for being able to say, we treat a really broad range of conditions on Sesame, and the clinicians are the ones who lead the way on that. We've got you know primary care docs, specialist docs, folks who say realistically, like, look, this is my background and my expertise, and whatever you're coming here for, you can find a clinician that can meet that need. That's what we're building, and that's, uh, that's the vision that we are uh, executing on.
0: Yeah, it's it's certainly exciting, and uh, thank you so much for that that great answer around memberships because I know it does mean a, a couple different things, especially in healthcare. Can oh, you yeah. c- can you talk us through, Michael, some of the other ways that these D 2 C healthcare companies are monetizing uh, their offerings?
1: Sure, I, there are a lot of interesting things out in the world right now. Um, I talked a little bit about the generation one, which is like specific vertical monetizing around treatment. And like the, our value prop is like, we're just, we're giving you the thing that you need. We found a way to streamline that with like an asynchronous visit and you're going to get mail order delivery. And that's like a tremendous value when it comes to like convenience, when it comes to privacy. But the challenge there is like, how do I move upstream? Like, how do I grow? If somebody's got a chronic condition that they want to have managed, how do I manage that? Uh, we're starting to see a little bit by bit more D2C models that are focused around management of a chronic condition. Although what's been interesting to me is, you know, so many of them end up pivoting quickly to say let's focus on building relationships with employers or let's focus on selling into a payer and having the payer pay for this as you know a per member per month as a part of their overall offering uh, a lot of folks have done stuff like that in musculoskeletal care for instance where they end up going to the payer or the employer and moving away from direct to consumer like what's challenging there is like it's really hard to be disruptive if you focus on selling into the third-party payer. I think where real disruption will come from in healthcare is from selling into ultimately the patient, because the patients are the ones who are making the decision with their dollars. And to make something that's really right for a patient, fundamentally, they need to be the person who's paying. And that's really hard in healthcare because you know a patient with generous insurance isn't used to paying for their own care. They're used to running it through their insurance. Um, but so much of health insurance is changing and health insurance is increasingly you know upping the share of patient responsibility which is the euphemism for how much the patient's going to pay ultimately out of their own pocket at the end of the day so as that number keeps going up all of a sudden having a product that says look you the patient are going to pay for this directly but it's going to be more affordable it's going to be cheaper than your copay probably uh, and you're going to get a better experience all of a sudden that becomes a lot more valuable so like when we think about Sesame, we're thinking about a platform that is, you know, half price, but whole quality because you're getting great clinicians that we are you know, credentialing and verifying licensure and verifying these are clinicians we wanna work with, but that fundamentally have affordable pricing because you're paying upfront. The clinician doesn't have to deal with the burden of all the work it requires to file for insurance reimbursement. And these are clinicians who all of a sudden are able to practice very differently. Like they're practicing independently, they're building their own practice that takes advantage of the internet uh, in a way that lots of other industries have already been transformed, but healthcare has kind of lagged behind.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're, we're starting to see a little more movement, but healthcare has definitely, in, in a bunch of different verticals, right, uh, has yeah. taken a little bit longer to, to innovate in. Uh, I, I like what you're putting together uh, at Sesame, though, and I, I like your your explanation around why you focus in on the memberships and not some of these other ways to to monetize. Uh, Well, I have one last question for you, Michael, before we wrap up here today. It's gonna be the most difficult question that I ask you today. What's next?
1: You know, what's next is always difficult because when you're building a startup, you're focused on what's today because things are always changing and always iterating. If I think about Sesame, we raised our series B because we wanted to scale both the relationships with clinicians on the platform. So to do more around being able to offer end-to-end chronic care management and to help the clinicians who are listed on the platform do more and offer more to the patients that they're able to find via Sesame. So to me, as somebody who's really, you know, day-to-day running the supply side of the marketplace, all of our clinician relationships, that is super top of mind to me. How do we make this the best place for an independent clinician? So the doctor who, maybe practices at a large healthcare facility, but also wants to build their own practice, do that more effectively. Uh, And then in parallel, we're saying, how do we, knowing that that's the vision, how do we iterate on our offerings for customers so that you don't just come here for the one-off visit, but you come back for your follow-up care, you come back for your lab work, for your imaging, and ultimately you have some long-term relationship with the platform, so you're getting proactive care that either manages a chronic disease or gives you an easy way to get care When you've got something you're worried about and you're concerned about you know is this going to be super expensive if i go to a physician in town i can use sesame i can find the answers to what i need i can get actionable evidence-based care with things like labs and imaging included uh, and then come up with a plan with that expert to manage whatever i'm dealing with that's what's next it's iterating on the platform for the docs and it's giving our patients so our customers more ways to engage with sesame and to pay in a way that fits their budget
0: well i'm really excited for you and the team and i already want to have you come back on again soon so we're able to to hear some of these updates and maybe get you on uh some panels with a few people and and talk about uh some topics with a group of people which i think would also be a ton of fun
1: i think that sounds great i am up for nerding out on healthcare anytime
0: let's do it awesome uh michael Thank you again for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. Wish you and the team the best of luck and can't wait to follow the progress.
1: Thanks very much.